Pickaxe. Hi there, DNR listeners. My name is Jamie Lee. I am from Group 2. I play Corey Forest Keeper. If you wouldn't mind taking a second to give us a five-star rating on iTunes as well as a like on Facebook, we'd super-duper appreciate it. And we also have this super cool thing on Patreon right now. If you go and donate on Patreon, Patreon slash D-A-N-D-R, you, yes you, could have a chance at winning an Xbox One this Christmas season. So go do that. Thanks, bye. Let's do that thing we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Uh, going around the table, starting with James. Okay, it's James. I play Dagon, the Aladrin Scion. And Xavier. I'm Xavier. I'm playing Acteronis, the Cleric. Uh, and Alex. Hey, I'm Alex, and I play, play Braylon, the Halfling Bard. And Jamie. You asked me right as I took a sip of tea. Um, I'm sorry. I knew, too. I was, <laughs> I was being an asshole. Was... Hi, my name is Jamie. I play Cory Forest Keeper. Uh, and Susan. Hi, it's Susan. I play Air Love Grimness, the Tiefling Invoker. And listen to that mic quality, everyone. <laughs> it's beautiful. <sighs> Just curse Windows 8, everybody. Yeah, Just Windows 8 is a it. terrible operating system. Windows knows it, and that's why they're skipping 9 and going right to 10 to get as far away from 8 as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Just anybody with a Windows 8, destroy your computer right now. It's not right even now. worth getting a new operating system. <laughs> it's been tainted. It's, it's yeah. Ugh. Previously, uh, you guys made it to the city of Odyssea, and it's just as gorgeous as Dagon remembered. Um, give or take. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you dick. <laughs> Memories can alter themselves over a hundred years, so... Well, it, it instead of the lush paradise that uh, Dagon painted it, it more resembles current-day Detroit. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll delve into that in just a bit. You guys did, uh, you did end up rescuing Brianna and um, in the process uh, had a hand in murdering Cecil and uh, chasing out the criminal element, the very temporary criminal element that existed in Odyssea. Uh, now Odyssea is crime-free. That's, that's the silver lining. Um, uh, Actoronis also bought uh, Una some time and allowed uh, allowed Bree to travel to Esserholt. Uh, d- uh, how about we pick up directly after those events? Because I'd like to. Uh, I, I, I imagine there's something to talk about here. There's a few things to talk about. So, how's about we pick up right after that? And uh, what would you guys like to do? Maybe a perception check. Sure. See, see how see how bad things really are. Or if there's immediate danger around us. Thirty-two. Okay. So I would imagine that while Bree is talking to Corey and Actoronis, um, Braylon was there too. I would imagine that while she's while the party's handling that down the southern pass, uh, Dagon is just in the middle of the city, taking it all in. Yeah, this city is pretty much wrecked. The tallest tower in Odyssea has been completely destroyed uh, another tower has crumbled and fallen over the back of Strahd Strahd takes up a majority of the empty space in the center of the city there is a lake of blood uh, coming from this dragon's head and just sort of pouring out uh, in fact pretty much everywhere you stand there is the, the sloshy wet dirt beneath your feet uh, that is just kind of uh, just kind of culminating in red mud. Uh, the the city itself uh, before 
before the events with Strahd, uh, had been taken over the, the it had been taken over by Warforged, and they didn't exactly treat the city with respect. Uh, they used it as a haven and to keep people out. They well, the Eladrin used magic. Uh, the Warforged kind of despised magic, so what they did was they set up traps and they would hollow out. They would hollow out bits of ground. They would ho- they, they they would uh, they would tear down bits of uh, the city and use it to blockade <laughs> blockade portions of the road. So when you were coming in, that's kind of what you're seeing. The the a lot of the buildings inside had been ransacked for any valuables. Odyssea was a city that a lot of gold inlays and I mean this place was opulence at its finest. This was ridiculous. They would do things like rip bits and pieces of the wall out that they could pawn off and sell. Uh, so this city has largely been stripped down. And that's what uh, that's what Dagon's going to see. I don't know that he would have or could find the words to describe how he feels right now. Um I'm not sure I can find the way to describe how he feels right now. Um, Actoronis is going to see you kind of taking taking it all in and probably like seemingly not being frazzled, but like not knowing what to do with that and just like slowly approach. And he's going to say, uh, this scene is all too familiar. Um... Even though my memories are still kind of blurry, there are there are two things I remember uh, clear as crystal, and that's the feeling of pride I had when I stood within the streets of my beautiful city, and the absolute loneliness I felt when I found myself being the only one in it. But I assure you that as long as there's the tiniest hope to find the Eladrin my friend, you will not be walking in these literal and figurative streets by yourself. Thank you. I honestly don't know what I'd do right now if if no one was here with me. I don't know why I even stayed away for so long and expected nothing to have changed. You know, kind of lean over and pick up a piece of uh, Warforged scrap, sort of stare at it and toss it aside. I don't, I don't even know where to start looking now. Nothing's really as I remember it. Everything, everything's changed. Would you like to go back to your old home? I guess it's as good place as any to, to start. Ori is going to look the whole time that he's been talking and and probably notice that Dagon is very upset and sort of walk walk forward. We should we should go into the city to see if there's anything left that's salvageable. And she's going to sort of like gaze at him searching for some sort of reaction. Dagon will just look at her and and give a nod. He's pretty much defeated at this point, as if as if the whole thing's happening all over again. And then he'll turn and start walking. And she'll follow. 
walking walking through the city, the the word ghost town doesn't exactly sum it up. <clears throat> You're gonna see the twisted faces of of dozens of Warforged corpses. Uh, they're they're it looks as though they were in quite a bit of agony before they died. Um, their rusted bodies are just sort of scattered about the uh, scattered about the city, not not as if they were in a fight. Uh, so <clears throat> this wasn't this wasn't that they were attacked. Uh, some of them are in buildings. Some of them are sitting. Some of them are. It doesn't appear as though there were any there was any combat at all. They just died, and they are everywhere. It is very obvious that the Warforged uh, called this place home and that they appear to have been living here for quite some time. I would imagine... Are, are you are you going to Dagon's house, or are you... Um, are you just sort of looking for anything of use? Um, <clears throat> I guess we could head there and sort of just, you know, look around as we, as we make our way there. Yeah. Just um, before... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Just before leaving, Actronis would probably st- like stick around the dragon a little bit, just taking the sight in, because it's like the stuff of legends. And he's yeah. just probably picturing him, himself taking it down or something like that, uh, eyeballing the like the teeth or something, maybe trying to like think about what could make a cool trophy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Braylon would try and maybe pick off a scale really quickly if it's possible before chasing down the rest of the group. Well, let me ask a question. Is anybody else, was anybody else interested in the dragon before you started walking? I mean, enough to really stop. I know, and... I know that, um, Corey would probably too, would be too wrapped up in, in Dagon and what his reaction is because she knew how much this city meant to him. So she's probably like not even thinking about the dragon, even though I totally wish she was because I want to skin that sucker. <laughs> but I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> or is oh. it, Jason? <clears throat> we'll have to wait and see. I recommend you let your guard down, Jamie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back and there's going to be a bunch of collectors tugging at it. Oh, God. <laughs> um, wait, Jason. Like, no, yeah, yeah. Is there an... I imagine there'd be some sort of place within the city where the higher-up mages would gather... Oh yeah, there was a council. To, like, yeah. to, just to uh, to do to study up on, just like the thought that maybe they had done something. Well, maybe there would be evidence in in that. There moment. was absolutely uh, so. <laughs> obviously, the Eladrin were incredibly proud of their magic prowess and uh, their connection to the arcane, and they had a huge council chamber where. The most powerful and uh, knowledgeable of the mages would gather, and it was a place of research. They they were uh, they were the people who the uh, the Eladrin looked to for guidance and leadership, and there yeah. So there there is definitely a place in the city um, where they where they hung out. Um, one second. Um, so Actaronis and Braylon were were checking out Strahd. What was Erlove doing this entire time? Um, she's kind of just following the party along, but she's very withdrawn. She's very, like, she's kind of zombie-like right now, just kind of following where everybody else goes, but she's, like, no interaction, no eye contact, just kind of. She's, uh, yeah. She's rubbing her right palm right now, like, over and over again, and just aimlessly following behind everyone. 
She is not interested in the dragon, even though Susan is, but she's not. (laughs) Actoronis, Braylon, do me a favor, roll a history check. Oh, boy. Okay. 22. (laughs) (laughs) Actoronis don't know shit about Strahd. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Staring at this dragon, just taking the sight in of this, this... this legendary, almost storybook character come to life and it's just strewn about your feet dead. A thought is going to occur to Braylon. And that is that with the exception of Brianna, you people are the only ones and Jeremy, you people are the only ones that know that Strahd's dead. Now, if Strahd is real, then that means that all the storybook legends about the dragon could also be real. Strahd had a lair for centuries, and the dragonborn would lavish him with gifts. Which means that somewhere in the Hazon Mountains, there is a cave completely unguarded full of treasure beyond imagination. I think Braylon would first pull out his journal uh, once this thought crossed his mind and kind of start scribbling things down very quickly and messily uh, and then finish up what he's writing, stop for a second, look up, close his journal very quickly, and then rush to, uh, I would say, Aralove first and kind of tug on her coat very quickly. Like, hey, 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 hey. With, like, a look of, oh, yeah, people. And <laughs> go, yes? Um, so this this is Strahd, obviously. We've, we've got that out of the way. Um, so tell me, Miss Aralove, right? It, yes. What do you know about dragons? Should I roll something, Jason? Um, roll a history check. Okay. Oh, 20. <laughs> um... You would, uh, about this particular dragon, you'd know that uh, you, you'd hear pretty much the same storybook stuff that everyone else hears. Legendary dragon, packed with a, you know, packed with a dragonborn, summoned with a horn. Um, but the same thought that occurred to Braylon would not occur to Aralove. Okay. Um, uh, they're big, scary. You usually want to stay away from them. Uh, that they like their treasure. I, I don't know. <laughs> He's gonna nod as you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's let's let's go with that thought for a second here. This is Strahd. Dragon yeah. Dragonborn loves Strahd. Okay. He's gonna move kind of side to side as he's saying this and say, "And Strahd's been alive for a long time, and they gave him gifts, and he's dead. So who's gonna have these gifts?" Uh, air level shake like she's just shaking off, like. She's just shaking off something, and she'll be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, she just got what you're talking about. <laughs> and she'll drop her palm, because she was rubbing that the whole time, and she'll stop doing that. And Marilyn's going to nod. Yeah, see, I mean, I know uh, I know, Fearless Leader's having a really hard time right now adjusting to uh, this place, but maybe after we figure out what's going down with you know, his people and this place, maybe some treasure might cheer him up. I don't know, something. I mean, we can't just let it sit there. 
if anything, it could go towards rebuilding or even locating the missing Aladrin. I mean, gear and everything, is that costs money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. He was centuries old. Can you imagine? Braylon's gonna oh. nod. Yeah, definitely. I, oh, it's probably even bigger than... Oh my god. <laughs> she's getting a little giddy now. <laughs> it's like, she's on your level now. <laughs> she okay, gets it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Braylon's gonna... He's gonna like nod in agreement. He's like, but I think we gotta be a little bit delicate about when we bring it up to him because... I mean, I, I know sorrow. I've seen it in people's faces. You know, I hang out in bars. Uh, and he's nowhere near ready for this news. Um, her face will drop because she was, smi- like, kind of half-smiling from the idea of the loot. And then her face will drop and then she'll grab her palm again and be like, yeah, I, I understand. We'll we'll find the time to bring this up. And he's going to ask for a fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Aerolove will look at your hand and give it a quizzical look and then it'll go, oh, oh, and then she'll fist bump. <laughs> like, took her a minute to remember that that's a thing. <laughs> and fist bump. <laughs> uh, let's, by the way, that is the saddest line. I know sorrow. I hung out in bars. Yeah, it's like so good. <laughs> it's going one way and then the other. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I saw it like, I know sorrow. I've seen people in bars. Yeah. <laughs> that is depressing. Um, <laughs> I know sorrow. That was almost Batman. Yeah, I'm not Batman. Yeah. I can't take that. <laughs> I know bars. <laughs> We've already established that Dagon is Batman, so. That's true. Oh, that- this is the part where he, he turns and he becomes sad alcoholic Batman because the city is full. That's Tony Stark, not Batman. Okay. Well, All that is, is Marvel un- Batman. He'll so. meet Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, before going back to the party, I'll just take a selfie with uh, Strahd. <laughs> Snap. There we go. I will photobomb it in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Did I manage to get a scale? I, for- I completely forgot. Um, I would imagine the thought of, I would imagine that kind of derailed your. Yeah, the treasure would probably make me forget. It's like fuck that scale. Yeah, get gold. Okay. So the rest of the party, by this point, uh, I would imagine would have made it to Dagon's former house. I don't know. I guess it's still technically Dagon's house. Let's not forget Snickers is following us. <clears throat> well, um, not too far away from Dagon's house. Um, there's this large dome-like structure, and that is where that is where this council would gather, and they're they're you know centuries of mystical knowledge and and arcane tomes and all that stuff. I mean this. I mean these people have a, a rich history of connection to magic. I would say of any race in Theria, the Eladrin definitely had the leg up when it comes to magic. They they had a huge head start history-wise. They just Race-wise, they just have a connection to it. Um, they're not the biggest or the strongest, but that is that is what they that is what they were bred for. So, yeah, you you, I mean, if there was some sort of information, um, these people would be the the, the ones to have it. Mm-hmm. So, totally up to you whether you'd like to go hit that up first or your your house. Well, I think it would more make more sense to hit that up first because okay. 
I don't think we're going to find anything in the house. Do me a favor. Okay, so walking up to this establishment, do me a favor and uh, roll a perception check. Everyone? Um, everyone can. Good, because mine wasn't great. Mine was worse. Hey, there's a couple good ones in there. Yeah. <laughs> Corey and Actoronis are going to notice that um, it would appear as though the huge uh, double doors that uh, would lead into the structure have been ripped clean off and sort of cast aside uh, near the building in the in the uh, in the bushes and and there were uh, really decorative foliage and and such near this place this was um, you could tell this was a place that the Eladrin held in high regard it doesn't appear as though this building has been touched or used in quite some time um, even by even by the warforged and walking in do me a favor and roll another perception check. Why do I even have perception? <laughs> <laughs> right? Same here. Corey and Dagon are going to take this place in as they as they step inside. In this place, the the word I would use to describe it has been defiled. Every book, mm. every scroll, every tome has been completely burned. Um the building itself has been ransacked. Every table, every chair has been smashed. It would appear as though the Warforged have completely, uh, completely ruined this place, uh, probably because of its connection to magic. Um, and as a symbol of their hatred for it, or maybe the fact that they had to live in the same city with it, they just decided to destroy it instead of uh, deal with it. Yes, um, Dagon will turn to Cory and the group, really, and just say... Uh... This was the council's chamber. If there was going to be anything, it was going to be in here. Jason, but. with Arcana, would we be able to sense magic? Um, you would be... I mean, the city kind of reeks with it. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, I mean, this isn't... You wouldn't be able to gleam anything from any of this. Like, it, it's been... It, this was burned decades ago, so... So I can't turn on my metal detector, which detects magic, and like yeah. zone in on it. Okay. One of you already has a metal detector. Really, <laughs> Corey is going to look around the room and see all this destruction, and then look towards Dagon and see his reaction. Uh, take a moment in thought, and then she's going to say, "If if there's nothing here, then that morning when you woke up." And they were all gone. Where were you? I was... I was back in my room. Where I'd been meditating. Um, I, I don't even know how I got there. Um, I... I wasn't allowed to come in here. At that point. Um, but of... I, I, I hadn't... I hadn't begun to learn magic yet. And I was forbidden to enter. But... Once everyone was gone, I... I mean, I poked my head around in here a few times, but I didn't even know what I was looking at. Is it a large building, or is it like mainly one room? It's fa- it's 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 a fairly large room, but it is one room. This is pretty much just a like like a chambers type of thing. Um, so we're not finding anything here. None of use. Erlo's gonna say, um, she's gonna look around, look at the devastation. I guess she finally picks up on it even with her crappy perception roll, <laughs> uh, look around and say, well, 
if the answer doesn't lie here, maybe it's where you're safe. Maybe that's maybe that room or wherever you were protected you from whatever happened. Maybe there's secrets there. Um, yeah, I mean, I sure, yes, I couldn't hurt to look. There's obviously nothing here, and we could always come back and search when we have more time or when there's daylight. Is it dark right now? Isn't it? Well, or even when we just have fresh eyes, we've had a very, very long journey to get here. We have all the time to figure this out, Dagon, and we'll be here the entire time. Well, why why don't we rest for the night? We've, we've been pushing for days, it seems, and uh, maybe once we've rested, we can, we'll be able to find something else. Okay, so let's, uh, let's have the party bed down for the night. Uh, you can pretty much find a bed anywhere. Uh, can I find a, a spot to, for Snickers to sleep? Oh, yeah, there's plenty. Just, I, I assume there's, like, stables or something. Well, they weren't really a stables type of people. Um, they, they, they did have horses, but they, they kept them outside the city. There was a, there's a place, but uh, there's, uh, there are plenty of empty buildings. You can actually keep Snickers in just a building anywhere, really. Okay. Yeah, let's just pick a building that looks solid and a good place <laughs> that we can defend, if anything. But, uh... um, so the party is going to bed down for the night. Uh, they, okay, so the next, uh, the next morning, <laughs> uh, Layla is going to be wandering into the city of Odessia, and this place is wrecked. Uh, Layla's never been here, so, um, I, I, this is the meeting place, this is where the party said they were gonna be, and, uh, she, I guess, would wander through the city until she found someone. Okay, so I would figure she walks, she's walking through town looking very confused, kind of like mumbling like, wow, this is not what this place was supposed to look like. So then she continues to walk around yelling, hey, guys, hello, waiting to hear if someone actually responds. So she's literally just walking the streets yelling, seeing if anyone will respond, since you can't find anyone. That's safe. Does she, does she stumble <laughs> upon the dragon? Oh god, yeah, you'd have to move. That's that's a figurehead. That is a that okay. is the centerpiece of the city. That is hard to miss. All right, well she's going to run over to it and start poking it to make sure it's dead. I mean, yes, obviously there's blood everywhere, but just making sure. And if it then... wasn't dead, what was the plan? Huh? If it wasn't dead, what was the plan there? She doesn't think things through. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she assumes it's dead, but just in case, she keeps poking it. It is so missing its lower no half of its face. True, true. true. Yeah, it won't bite her off. Yeah. And then she she looks around to see if anyone's coming, yells a few more times and doesn't hear anyone, so she proceeds to try to take off a scale or two. Oh. Imagine her glancing back and forth to make sure no one sees her doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda, yeah. She's probably like, I wonder if this is okay. There's no one here. <laughs> Yeah, everyone roll a perception check to see if they heard. Oh my god, I quit. <laughs> oh, man. He said, I'll be down. Ooh. 
Jason, just take that skill away from me. Just, I'm not <laughs> yeah. it is... just use your, your passive all the time. <laughs> My passive is 22. That is better than anything I've rolled. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dagon is actually going to hear Layla screaming outside. <laughs> oh, he'll, he'll, well, he wasn't really sleeping anyway, so he'll step outside from wherever they decided to sleep for the evening. And walk up to Layla. So, the Slayer has returned. Oh, hi. Hey, how you doing? Where are you guys? Where have you been? Resting for the evening. Is everyone okay? It doesn't seem like... You guys didn't have a very good welcoming, I can see. Um, no, to say the least. Was this place like this when you got here? Or did you guys do this? Well, I wouldn't do this to my own city, No. It's I don't mean the like, city, I mean the dragon. This huge uh, thing right here. Yes, the dragon. The Warforged. This was this was here. Oh, okay. I'm glad you guys are okay. We're fine. How did it go in Fairbay? Um, they're kinda hard to train. It took us some time, but we we figured it out. I think they're they're good on their own. I taught a lot of people. I just hope some of them don't like chop their own hand off or something, but I think they're okay. I think they'll be good. Good. Um, well, let's go get the others. They obviously didn't hear you. Okay, cool. Are you doing okay? You did say this was your home. Are you okay? I've been better, but I've had some time to meditate it through, and I've realized there's, well, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, we spent... A little bit of time looking for any clues last night, but decided it was too dark and we were far too tired to think straight, so we were going to resume this morning. Okay, I'd love to help. And she'll start to walk away, and then she'll stop and turn around like she's only stepped one foot away from him and reach back and kind of oddly place her hand on his shoulder and say, you know, if you want to talk, I'm here to talk. And then she'll smile, and then she'll turn around and walk away. They got a smile, too. So I would imagine at this point you'd probably want to check out your former home. Yeah, am I going alone or are we going to wake everyone up? Um, well, you said you were going to gather the party. Yeah. Okay. So party gathered. Um, Layla is kind of brought back into the fold. Now, Braylon and Actoronis never met Layla. I would uh, promptly introduce myself. Well, hello there. I am Sir Actoronisidual Athanasius. It's a pleasure to meet you. Hi, person with a long name. I am Layla. How are you? <laughs> I've been better. You you notice he's uh, a mangled piece of metal and flesh. Mostly metal, though. He's a weird sight. She'll kind of turn to Dagon and be like, wow, you just pick up anyone, don't you? Um, yes, he gonna... does. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, Braylon's going to walk forward. Hey, I'm Braylon. Nice to meet you. Layla, right? Yeah, Layla, hi. How are you? She, like, juts out her hand really fast. Uh, he'll grab it, shake her hand. She'll smile and kind of look around the place and try to kind of, you know, see what's going on in, inside the building. Um, do you me a favor, Dagon, roll a, roll a history check for me. Okay. 24. Well, Dagon wasn't allowed in, uh, in a lot of the, uh, the, a lot of the portions of the city when he was younger. Um, but he did have a really good layout of his own house, uh, his, his parents' house, really. He does remember that they 
they weren't uh, the Eladrin aren't very secretive, but they obviously did keep you know they they did have possessions there um, and they did hide a certain amount of money away uh, should they ever need it more of a like a savings account type of thing now whether that is untouched or was discovered by the warforged is uh it remains to be seen but dagon would know where that is uh in his own home okay and i assume he probably would have taken some with him when he left originally um yes i i would imagine that would have been the smart play but uh it would have been it would have been a thing where well i mean and i i could find him any day now and we'll, we'll everything will be back mm-hmm. everything will be you know, back to normal. I don't want to get in shit for taking all this money. So, um, so are we, are we in there now? Um, yes. Let's say that you're, you're there now. Um, roll a perception check for me, please. Okay. This not incredible, but not, not terrible. 17. <laughs> Dagan is going to go to the spot in the house. Uh, it's, it's on the second floor. They had a pretty decent sized home. And Dagon is going to go to the second floor, and there is a portion of the wall that slides away. And Dagon's going to run his hand over that section of wall. And it would appear as though this was not discovered by the Warforged. Uh, And he is going to, I would imagine, slide that away just to see uh, what would still be left. Yeah, he'll kind of turn and look at everyone. And uh, sort of cock his eyebrows, sort of watch this, and uh, and uh, and and open up the wall. Braylon's gonna clap his hands. Wah! <laughs> <laughs> the light from outside. Um, there's a window nearby, and the light from outside is going to illuminate the interior. As soon as uh, as as you slide away the wall, the group is going to see uh, the light start to make. Things inside sparkle, and that is because there is a large clutch of gold and gems. <laughs> um, and I would imagine the group is tallying up the 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 expected worth. It appears to be a lot of sapphire and ruby. That that those two things. Uh, now there is there is a there is a uh, there's a stack of gold next to that. It appears to be very, you know, it's it's sectioned off, it's segregated, it's it's it, this was counted and and ready to go. The group doing math in their head is going to guess that this is worth upwards of twenty thousand gold. Uh, I do a spit take. <laughs> <laughs> so Dagon is indeed uh, fairly loaded, like fairly loaded. Dagon, I already I always told you how much I like you, right? We're buddies, right? <laughs> <laughs> Remember your old buddy Airlove? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the person so, you've known for like four days. <laughs> how much how much could one carry as far as gold, rubies and sapphires? Um well the thing is, this isn't this isn't just in gold. So uh the rubies and sapphires there isn't a huge stash of them, but each one of these is, is worth quite a bit. It's a similar situation to you having a clutch of silver. <laughs> Um, to the right people, uh, you could sell these. Uh, you could sell these for quite a profit. Um, <clears throat> so, you as a group could definitely take this entire this entire uh, portion here and just carry it away. I'm feeling generous. 
Um, is there like uh, like 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 gold sacks in there? Something to put it all in? Oh yeah. Okay, so I'll just start uh, tossing everyone um, a sack of gold and uh, just say mm, four emergencies with a smile. So you're okay. Are you splitting this evenly? Uh, yeah, I have no problem with that. Aw. Thanks, Dragon. Yeah, heart of gold. Everybody's been so sympathetic. Well, you have paid for my new weapons, so you cannot give me the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Still no thank you. (laughs) So, everyone, if you'd like... Go ahead and add 3,333 gold to whatever you're currently carrying. Yeah. Um, can I, just because I have a question, can I, I know you said to put that in as gold, but is there any way that I could just, like, take a section of that and just keep it as gems in my inventory? Sure, if you want. I just don't know how to do that. I just write well, it here. Yeah, uh, well, like, how much of it do you want to keep in gems? Um, just like one sapphire, one ruby, and then the rest in gold, however much that was. Okay, so you want to keep one of each, um, and so then what we'll do is we'll just give you, uh, let's say 2,000 gold. Okay. It's like economics. I didn't know that I could edit my own gold. I could totally give myself like a billion dollars. I know. Yeah, but I totally, I totally trust you guys not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Bad decision. <laughs> I have, oh, I've always I have had twenty thousand gold. It's like a social contract. Like you guys, you guys <laughs> trust me not to completely crush you under the weight of some awful monster, yeah. and I trust you guys. You're talking. To wait, do we too. trust you not to do that? I, I, yeah. If we don't have trust, what do we have, Danielle? I mean, <laughs> survey <laughs> says. Hey, I suddenly have <laughs> flight. Oh, you have died. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll take it from I'll take it from Danielle, I'll take it from Corey, and I'll take it from James. I'll take it from Xavier. I will not take it from <laughs> Alex or <laughs> Susan <laughs> yet. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> Just you wait. Just because your last name's Grimness doesn't mean you're invincible. <laughs> Just because my last name's Grimness, I should be able to have this beef. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have have a decision to make. Um, you you have a legendary dragon dead in the middle of your city. There doesn't appear to be much of use left here in Odyssea. You have a couple of different places you could go previously for your mission, and Braylon is in on some info that the rest of the group may want to know. So, how do you guys want to play this? What's your next What's your next move? I think Braylon would like look at at Aerolove uh, and kind of motion towards Dagon, like, "Hey, you do something. You you warm him up, and I'll, <laughs> I'll come talk to him." He's kind of just like motioning, like, "Go go talk." Well, okay, this is Susan talking. What well, weren't we here to like? We could we saw this whole city to search, though. Like, oh well, yeah, I mean, like you can you can search it up and down. That's that's totally fine. <laughs> it does appear as though the Warforge have stripped most of this out. Dagon would have no. Dagon would have no knowledge of any other. I mean, you can, you can dungeoneer every building if you like. 
Um, the one thing that he was after was information, and that appears to have been destroyed by the Warforge, uh, ignorance-wise. They didn't try to destroy any links to the Eladrin. They just didn't like magic shit, so... So we can either spend 60 episodes going through each building or go after a ton of gold. (laughs) Well, I mean, Dagon had sort of scoured the city when he was younger. And now it's sort of maybe, maybe I missed something. But I think now with the way the way the city is, it's like, how do you how do you even begin to look through rubble? And, you know, if there were any traces like it's probably pretty slim that there's something still around. Yeah. Uh, Actheron, this would, wouldn't know about the gates necessarily, but uh, like, do you think Odyssea could be the kind of place that could have one? Like, as Dagon? Well, what's that bracelet doing? It is still trying to pull Dagon west. Still west. Is it a northwest now? A bit, yeah. <laughs> I think I know where it is. Oh, what, what, I think what? I could take you directly there, but... <laughs> Um, to the Overwatch, uh, the forest, the gate, but um, the Evergreen. Uh, yeah, and two people don't want to go there. <laughs> um, okay, now they got that established. Okay, Airlove would approach Dagon, and she, well, not approach. They so were all standing there. She'll say to him, Is, "Do you believe there's anything else to be found here?" Would you like to do some more searching? Honestly, I think we have found the only thing we're going to find here. I I scoured this whole place, and the way things are now, I think I think maybe I think maybe we try something else. Do you have a plan for the, our next step? Or <laughs> I'm trying to ease you into it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the bracelet's still pulling west, westerly. Um, does anyone else have any any ideas? Because other than the bracelet, I'll be honest, I'm I'm sort of at a loss right now. Guys, pirates! <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Someone will do it eventually. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, Odyssey has getting a there. port. Right. That is the cruelest joke of DNR. We keep teasing pirates and no one ever does it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, Odyssea has ships, so... Well, once we have a plan, I was going to maybe suggest a method of travel. I was going to say, uh, Airlove glances from Dagon to Braylon and kind of does that whole nudge thing with her head, like, hey, your time yeah. to shine, buddy. <laughs> so, Braylon's going to find, like, any kind of desk or a stool or something to stand on and kind of climb up and clear his throat. A song. Uh, he's going he's gonna to look to look at everybody in the face and kind of say, I mean, I know, I know I'm fairly new here and I, I'm not trying to bark orders because obviously that's not my job. That's boss man's area. Uh, but a thought did occur to me and he's going to look out, I assume, whatever the, the closest open window is and he's going to point out, out there in front of the town, in front of the city, forgive me. There's a legendary dead dragon. The thing that nightmares are made out of. People, well, not people, but the fiercest warriors, the dragonborn, gave this guy, Strahd, pounds and pounds and pounds of treasure. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm sure when I die, all the stuff I own is going to be left here and up for grabs. So let's apply that logic to something else that's dead. 
said Dragon. I propose that uh, maybe we take his horde. And he's going to kind of wait around, see if there's any reaction. Layla will pipe up and go, I think that's a great idea. Unless any of you have another idea, but I think that'd be really good. Yeah. Do me a favor. Layla, Dagon, Actaronis. Well, Actaronis already rolled a history check. Layla, Dagon, Corey. Roll a history check for me. Twelve. Twenty-five. Shut up, Dagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, everything. Dagon would piece together that uh, Strahd had a massive horde. Now, the thing with dragons in Theria is that they aren't really obsessed with treasure. They don't. They don't really care. Uh, they're more wild animal than uh, super sentient beings. That you know, it, it's not like uh, it's not like in the books. Before everyone writes in an email, the um, <laughs> it's more. Uh, this was the Dragonborn paying tribute to Strahd. Uh, but while that dragon was alive, no one was going to touch his stuff. So Dagon would uh, definitely piece that together, as Braylon's telling everybody. So if we were... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask what kind of tribute they would pay him. Like, is it... Oh. Is it food? Is it... Well, well, they definitely kept him fed. That was part of the deal. But this was... Um, the dragonborn are a little animalistic themselves. So picture... Okay... You know when your dog kills a bird and brings it to you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, the dragonborn would bring uh, any any primo weaponry, uh, you know, riches, like spillover, that, that type of thing. Like, there is... It is rumored, uh, but again, you're not exactly sure how much of this is storybook stuff or how much of this is based in fact, but it's rumored that for centuries, the dragonborn lavished Strahd with crazy amounts of valuables. Uh, it's even said that there are a few legendary weapons in Strahd's uh, cave. Do we know specifically where this cave is? Yeah. It would be located in the Hazon Mountains. You have a, you have a roundabout. You can, you can nail it down to uh, a square mileage. You can, I mean, you can point to the map and go, it's right in this area. Getting there is going to be tricky. Well, right now you are in Odysseus, which means that you, well, the Hazon Mountains are near Umanero, which is pretty much in the exact opposite direction of where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be a trek. Strahd's, Strahd's Lair is said to be located uh, near the peaks of uh, Hazon Mountains to the very north. So this would be near the city of Orash, which is the Dragonborn's home city. The edge is that right now, besides Brianna and Jeremy, you are the only you're the only individuals who know that Strahd's dead, to your knowledge. We're gonna need to take proof. Hey, did I actually get those scales off of him? Yeah, I would say that you yeah, you got a few scales off of him. Okay. So the party has options. Let me lay out your options for you. One you continue on the journey that you were on before. Uh, if you're if you're going towards the gate, then you I mean you you have a compass leading you right to it. Two, you could skin this dragon, take the scales to some reputable shop owner who is good at, uh, <laughs> at, at making <laughs> making things out of dragon scales, and make yourself the the most badass set of armor. I picked up three. <laughs> Uh, three, you could head into the swamp and 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 
speak to the witch. Uh, four, you could go after fame and fortune uh, and wealth beyond measure in the Hazon Mountains. I after say, just, oh, sorry, go I say after just splitting twenty grand in gold. <laughs> you call that fame and fortune? <laughs> I say we do two, one, four, and three in that order. Uh, all right, Actronis is going to say, uh, "I wouldn't want to uh, halt Dagon's journey, but the sound of." These stories about this dragon is the stuff of the, the the stories my mother would tell me of her adventures. This is getting my blood flowing, so to speak. Airlove will quite like quietly pipe up and be like, "I left my hometown to make a name for myself and other reasons, but getting a legendary treasure stash would probably." I make a name for myself. I understand the excitement of finding this treasure, and I'm not saying we shouldn't do it, but we're in Odyssea. We are very far from the Hazon Mountains. Why don't we take care of what we need to do over here and then head over? There's only two other people that know that Strahd is dead, and I think that buys us plenty of time. Braylon's going to step down from the stool that he was standing on, kind of sad. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> then may I suggest we um, salvage what we can from the beast and any re- regents for the magic-type spells or scales for armor? Can you imagine us wearing bright red crimson scales on top of our armors? That would be stuff of legend. That is a good start. Yeah, and he looks at uh, our love. When you say crimson, she kind of flinches. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback, Lisa. <laughs> nice. Um, now I'm torn. Um, we'll, we'll need to locate, if that is the plan, to make to salvage anything we can from the beast and make usable items, whether it be armor or weapons, we need to find someone to do that. My my bags are pretty empty, and if I can say so myself, I'm, I am quite strong. I can carry the extra loads until that time where we find some experts. Maybe, I don't know, the elves might give us a hand. I don't... Who, who would be good with such uh, craftsmanship? Everyone wants to say it, but no one wants to say it. <laughs> Would we know? Well, let's see. Um, Dagon. I'm trying to think of people who have traveled. Uh, Dagon. Aralove. Dagon and Aralove. Do me a favor. Roll a streetwise check. <laughs> this is more word on the Therian streets. Not good. Streetwise. Yeesh. Oh. <laughs> Nine. Nineteen. Aralove may know of someone <laughs> in the tiny town of Aubrey. There is a merchant by the name of Artemis, um, who it said 
Uh, if you bring this person dragon scales, he can make you something very fine uh, with the materials. Um, he doesn't work cheap, um, and he's been known to take his time, but uh, the, the, the quality of, of the finished product more than speaks for itself. At least that's what Love has heard. So I haven't interacted with him. No. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, if that is our plan to salvage and create items from what's left of Strahd, I may know of someone who could help us. He's an Aubrey, and he's been known to work with Dragon Scales before and create from said Dragon Scales. Aubrey's pretty far away. He's far away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess he's pretty out of the way. <laughs> seems, like the no, seems like no matter what, we're going to have to wog these lads. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find a boat and just go to that way. Brave the seas. Um... You would be the first group to do it. Well, we'd be traveling west and then up and then along the north coast. We could go through Estrahold. Well, that depends on how you'd like to do this. Um, There's... I would... uh, This is just me. Uh, Actually, you know what? If you're seriously... If Dagon is the only one who knows about the, 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 the Eladrin ships. Do me a favor and roll a uh, do me a favor, roll a history check there, Dagon. Okay. 36. Holy shit. Okay. Dagon's gonna know that taking a boat and wrapping it around the uh, the east coast here and heading up towards Esterhold is not the best of ideas because that means you'd have to travel past the Fire Isles and what that is is a... <laughs> It is a twisted sea of wreckage, um, and it's designed that way. Um, it started because there are a lot of tiny islands that dot the coast. Uh, what, the, uh, what it ended up being was a place where people would uh, run aground and, and they'd lose their ship. But um, what the people of the Fire Isles started doing was booby-trapping that portion of the coast to catch ships. One, to rob them, and two, to leave the wreckage there as a way to make it harder to get to the island. So going that way probably wouldn't be the best uh, idea unless you were to wrap completely around the Fire Isles, then kind of swoop into the bay and hit Esterholt, and then you could move up through Dern Hollow and then Aubrey. Another option, uh, Dagon would know, would be to... Uh, if you have business in the Evergreen already, or the Swamp, would be to head west and then dock somewhere somewhere off the coast and either head through the Evergreen or the Swamp itself. That's if you want to hit something along the way to Aubrey. Yeah, that, that seems one. to cover all the bases. Yeah. But two people in this party probably wouldn't want to go to the Evergreen. Corey and myself. But that's just... It hasn't been put out there yet, so... Just saying. No, you're right. Um, but you don't know that, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think at this point, Corey would probably mention if our intention in the long run is to go after this dragon horde, if we were to make armor out of its skills, wouldn't then the word get out that the dragon was dead? Perhaps we should hold off until we reach the, the destination. Um, absolutely. I, I suggest we take 
as much as we can off the dragon and either bury or burn the rest. That way we are the only ones that have proof that Strahd is actually dead. Burying will take time, but burning will draw attention, so... To be quite fair, we were not the ones to slay the dragon, so... Um, I think from this point on, it's made the... May the the best win. May the first one to reach their win. I can't. I can only feel a little guilty thinking that not, not a, we would be stealing someone who actually got to slay the beast. We would be the only one who knew that and then slay the treasure for ourselves. Braylon's gonna say, "Well, I mean, maybe we'll find her like a necklace or something." <laughs> Fair enough. Well. <clears throat> So I guess you're heading back to Strahd. Well, for the time being, yes. That seems like the most proactive thing we can do for now. All right, so what we'll do is we'll have everyone roll a nature check. Has anyone ever seen the movie Lord of War? Yep. Okay. There's a scene where this plane full of uh, weapons and ammo land in uh, some secluded spot in Africa. And then they kind of do this time-lapse photography of the people there stripping this entire cargo jet down to nothing. Mm -hmm. That's what you're about to try to do to Strahd. So just picture time-lapse photography of this group stripping the scales from Strahd. And what I'd like to do is have everyone roll a nature check to see how how efficient you are at this. Okay. Or you can always pick up the slack. 17! (laughs) (laughs) 36. Everyone Holy else shit. did better. Oh, Nine. Nine. Really? He's not good. Manually. He's small. I want to get enough <laughs> scales for me and Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how badass would that be? Yeah. Yeah, Corey is going to excel at this dragon skinning business. Um, and it's going to take it's going to take quite a quite a quite a long time. I would say the better part of two days if you're going to do this efficiently. <laughs> I'm picturing us using like scaffolds and cranes. Yes, it's <laughs> like it's, a digging it's, a, it's site. an endeavor. Yeah, it is an endeavor. Seriously, I guess. Um, but after all said and done, you have pretty efficiently stripped this dragon down. You've gotten what you figure you could use at the very least. This dragon is far from picked clean, but um, you definitely feel like you've you've gotten enough for your party. And Snickers. <laughs> uh, during that time, I would probably uh, like line up the bodies uh, of the the thugs we we killed, not not doing any rites or anything, not out of like religious beliefs, but just out of like decency. Well, here's something that wasn't done after the battle. Everyone, um, everyone, do me a favor and and just roll a perception check to scope out the area. I was about about to say too, like, what do they have on them? What? What? I'm back. Sorry. Some good ones. Okay. Um, A lot of these thugs didn't have much on them. uh, To answer, uh, to answer Hector question, if you had to take a guess, you would guess that Cecil kind of kept them on the hook, promising them riches uh, with the reward money for for taking back Una. Sadly, though, uh, they never got to collect that reward. You do find some loose gold on them. Uh, it totals out to be about 100 gold, uh, all put together. Um, their weapons and armor weren't anything of, of real note. Um, I know that Acteronis was, like, lining them all up, but I really want to feed Cecil to Snickers. 
He was a douchebag. He totally deserves it. Not defending him. <laughs> Just because he's probably hungry, too. Oh, yeah. Snickers could eat. Yeah. What, what about all the paladins? Is there anything on there? Uh, yeah, the paladins, that is a different story. Um, a lot of these paladins did actually have... A ding. Um, they, <laughs> uh, they did have some, some amount of wealth on them. Um, you're going to find about 400 gold total uh, between the paladins. Their weapons and armor are in much better shape than the thugs. Um, if you wanted to strip them down, you could probably sell it to someone. It's not, uh, it's not really enchanted or, or uh, it's going to be heavy and cumbersome to carry, but you could, you know, you could get some, some money out of it. Mm. Um, I guess I'd do the... Oh, go. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Airlove is going to grab Acterona since we both have divine stuff and probably ask him if he wanted to help perform the rites. Uh, I, 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 as I said, I'm, I never was a holy man. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't, I have no authority on the afterlife, I'm afraid. Well, all I can do, though, is uh, give them respectfully, uh, 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 like, line them put like in a, a graceful position with their hands on their chest and leave their weapons on their chests and uh, like place them well, I guess. And if, if their uh, uh, temple, uh, if their fellow temple goers come back and get them, well, at least they'll say those, they, they'll see that they were given the proper respect, but that's yeah. I'm I afraid was... that's all I can do. I do like the line. I don't have any authority on the afterlife. It came from the guy who's come back from the afterlife twice. Um, I love would pose it. She would say to them, would you guys like for me to have a funeral pyre for them? Would that be a thing, or would we want people to come pick them up? Because um, I know Corey was saying she didn't want to light the dragon on fire to attract attention, but dragon's a lot bigger than a few people. Yeah. Well, I... I you seem to know what you're doing, so I I help you as best as I can and take notes, I guess. Since this is where it seems my new powers are leading me, I I'll be I'll be uh, your student in this regard. Um, Erlov's gonna notice something while setting all this up, and something's gonna catch her eye as she's uh, as she's dealing with the bodies and and getting ready to perform some rites. Um, she's going to notice uh, a small necklace that seems to have some... It looks to be either a ruby or, or something red, but it's going to be the end of uh, a gold chain. Um, and it, it appears to be something that got lost in the melee or, or something that came off of someone, but uh, Airlove is definitely going to notice that, uh, kind of halfway sticking out of the mud. I hate you so much, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I know what to say. Okay. Sorry. Well, actually... That should have been in chat. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Not at all. That's fine. Aerolove would actually know what this is. She had asked Poe, well, how are you going to get that... How are you going to get the group back here? And Poe would have filled Aerolove in on the the necklace and Bree and Group 1 and all that. Okay, so it's in the mud? Yeah, kind of sticking halfway out of the mud. Okay. Um, she'll stop as she's going to grab it once she realizes what it is. And then she'll 
grab the chain and lift it up and kind of hold it up, looking at it as it sways back and forth. And then she'll clench her fist and go up to probably the nearest building or whatever and just smash it against the wall. Yeah, it'll... it'll the uh, the jam inside will smash into tiny tiny bits and you'll kind of hear uh, the tingling of glass or the 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 gem itself kind of scatter about the ground so kind of actually glow into a frenzy and maybe slam it against the wall a couple times like uh, very aggressively and then just throw the chain and then go um. back to <laughs> The bodies. Did did I did I see that happening? <laughs> I'll go ahead and roll perception. <laughs> did everyone see that happen? Everybody, yeah. uh, everyone roll perception. Yeah, I, 18, 17. I was helping her with the ritual. <laughs> 18's not bad. Whoa. Whoa, Corey. Whew, I would say uh, <laughs> everyone noticed. <laughs> from a top to dragon, Corey just staring down. Everyone except Dagon noticed her do this. <laughs> Actronis is just gonna shout Arilov! Is this part of the ritual? <laughs> I think Braylon's going to look at Acteronis and shake his head and say, I, I don't think so, buddy. She'll, she's in her own world right now. She'll glance your way, acknowledge that you said something, but it, you could tell nothing registered. But she's going back. She's very intently working on the bodies now. Like, a little too forceful. <laughs> like... She should be a little more respectful. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, please refrain from smashing the trin- trinkets from the buddies from this point on. That, that wasn't anything any of us wanted. Well, you guys have stripped this dragon down. <laughs> trying, trying to come up with something. I didn't see it happen, so I can't see anything. <laughs> right, no, I... You guys have stripped this dragon down as much as you're going to be able to carry. Anyway, you have um, you've you've paid respect to the bodies, and I guess how uh, what would you like to do here? Your love's just super weird now. <laughs> uh. I guess um, Dagon will approach the party. Um, well, I think we've decided to continue west. The way the the bracelet's pulling and the swamp, the Yemgar swamp is over there too. And I promised Corey that we would go there at the first opportunity. Now I know the Drake we have has been has been a great mount and has served us well. But I have a I have a suggestion on on a method for continuing our journey. Now provided they're still there and still intact, there are ships down at the uh, at the port um, I think we should go check them out and see if there's anything seaworthy that we could commandeer at the mention of boats I think Braylon's eyes are going to go wide like yeah well I'm not going anywhere I'm, I'm still going to be at your side so your decision is mine is anyone opposed to the idea doesn't sound like it. <laughs> like, hello. There's one person um, whose mic whose mic doesn't work. Like, no, I don't want to go. I don't God, no, anything. Sorry, um, my I, mic was muted. I had no idea. 
Uh, Layla just looks confused. Like, she's standing there confused as to what you mean by pulling west. Like, she's just standing there just listening intently. Her love probably didn't hear a word you said, so <laughs> anything you do right now, she'll probably go with. Um, at the at the mention of the Yemgar swamp, Corey is going to have sort of a puzzled look on her face. Uh, but then as you continue, whatever is going to get us to where we need to go the fastest is probably what we should what we should use as our our means of transportation. Would I, if I roll a nature roll, would I be able to know what we would be facing out in the seas? You sure can. I don't like. I love that, that menacing, <laughs> that menacing voice, Jason. You damn fools! Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> the seas of Theria. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got one sentence in. I didn't but you're so cheerful when you fucking say it. The seas of Theria are filled with death. Yay! Welcome to Buttfuckopolis. Um, <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> The seas of Theria are pretty much like the lands of Theria. If you, if as long as you chart your course in in a a logical manner and don't camp in certain spots, you should be fine. Now, the area between, if you were to look at your maps, the area between uh, Odyssea and the swamp. Uh, Corey would know not to get too close to Serpent Island. That would probably be a really good idea. Um, maybe you would want to swing out wide and avoid that entire area. The problem is the further out from the mainland you venture, the more likely you are going to run into certain beasts with tentacles. They have been known to completely wrap some of the largest ships uh, in Theria up and then crush it beneath uh, beneath their strength, um, and then drag the entire thing under. Um, whole crews have been lost. Yeah. Um, uh, so avoid Jurassic Park is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, there, there are things, of course, like sharks. Um, that that just is a given. Like I mean, jaws you know. or like sharks. Um, well, they run the gamut. I mean, you got your you got your standard. You know, just. Just sharks, just like hey, that that's a shark. They're not going to really bother a ship. Um, even the largest of sharks probably aren't going to do too much damage unless they hit just the right spot, and then you 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 got a real problem. Uh, the biggest thing you'd have to worry about are pirates uh, for the most part. But you're in a portion of the world where uh, pirates, you know, it, it, it's not a huge problem as long as you avoid the fire owls. You're you're traveling in an area away from where the highest concentration of pirates are. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you get closer to Brightport, then it's an oof, yeah. And uh, follow up question: Did we ever decide where in Theria Corey's little cove island is? Um, that would be if you look uh, on the mainland. Um, that would just be further west, like off the map west. Ooh, mysterious. Yeah, I really wish we could pay an artist to <laughs> draw the rest of the world. That'd be great. Because <laughs> there's all kinds of shit that just isn't on the map. We should just do this area. Go somewhere else. <laughs> just leave the planet. Yes. <laughs> so do we have enough people to even man a boat? This boat, yes. Okay, cool. How big is it? 
it's 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 a fairly sizable boat. Would it be able to comfortably fit our party and a Drake? It absolutely could. Okay, yes. good. I don't want to let go of Snickers. No, no way, no way. Yeah. <laughs> a valued member of our team. <laughs> I think he's got more I pills hope, than I do right now. I hope he heard you say that because he's been feeling underappreciated lately. Uh-huh. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Big dead dragon in the city is kind of bumming Snickers out a little bit. Right. So we should uh, get out of here. Think about that. And we just skinned it in front of him. (laughs) Oh, no. We made him do it. (laughs) I want want to just give him a little extra attention at some point during the day so that he knows that he's safe. (laughs) Okay. Well, are you... I, I would imagine Dagon would take the party to this to to the ships, yeah. If uh, if everyone's down, absolutely. There's no mm-hmm. arguments then for like character wise, which way we're going. No, I don't think so. I'd be a little bummed. Braylon would be a little a little sad, but he would just hum a sad song to himself as he looked at the boats and then get excited because he likes boats. What song? Uh Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. No, Broken he, Broken he, he would he would hum, he would hum to him. He'd hum, no woman, no cry to himself. Oh. Uh, in this case, the woman being gold. <laughs> <laughs> we can always go there after. Yeah. No one, no one else knows. <laughs> Dagon will pat him on the back and say, don't worry, we'll get there. He nods. Yeah, yeah. I just, I guess I'm just used to moving along on my own. But it's, it's, it's nice having tall folk with me. <laughs> And then he looks at Corey and, and, and much taller folk. <laughs> Nuggy time. I can't wait to see them beside each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, traveling down the southern path um, that leads away from the city and to this cove, you're going to come to the uh, you're going to eventually come to the mouth of this large cave. And Odyssea is kind of perched on a a. Um, not a mountaintop, but this this really really huge hill, and the entire uh, the entire underside of it seems to be this hollowed out cave portion. And peering into it, there uh, set back is a a set of docks with one lone ship remaining. This ship, uh, everyone, roll a perception. Oh, my rolls have been shit. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell? I can't roll anything higher than an eighteen. Table hacks. This one's bad. Table hacks. With I think X. Corey sings everything. Airlove's back. Everyone yeah. seems to be. Sweet. That plus 12 is doing something. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Dagon. Okay. Dagon, Braylon, Corey, Airlove. Mm-hmm. Um, you are all going to take in the sight of this gorgeous ship. Now, um, these ships have been neglected for years, but. Um, these are, of course, magically protected in a number of ways, and I'll get to that in a moment. But what you see is this gorgeous ivory ship. This thing is almost unnaturally white, accented in in kind of black inlays, and then go what? Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> For the listeners, (laughs) Jamie just said racist in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sorry. I was getting to the, I was getting to the ebony portion. It was ebony and irony. Ebony. Yeah, I was with the and, and irony. What? Irony. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to still focus. Sorry, I'm muted. Uh, so this thing is decorated in in kind of black and gold inlays. So this thing is appears to be spotless and clean and completely seaworthy. The closer you the closer you get to it, inspecting it, this thing appears to be as gorgeous as the day it was first can you know finished constructed. Now, Dagon would know that one <laughs> of the ways that these these ships are protected is that only someone uh, only someone with elven blood can can pilot them can 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 use them in any way. They are also magically enchanted uh, in that uh, largely they autopilot. Um, what you, what the uh, what the person would do at the wheel would you, you you'd steer it and you know you would uh, you would pilot it where you need to go. But there are a full set of uh, written maps and a compass on board that you can set it up so that you uh, basically point out almost like a Ouija board. You can point out where you would like to go, and the ship will steer itself, pilot itself, sails everything. It takes care of all of it. Nice. Say what? So we, I can work on my tan on the deck. You can abs- yes. Man. Play some shuffleboard, whatever. And this ship is quite sizable. It, it again, as previously stated, is enough to house your entire party and the Drake, and you'd still have a bit of room left over. Does it have like? Nets and fishing equipment. I know um, it's a random question, but no, no, no. It's not. Well, I mean, they they really didn't use these boats for fishing. I mean, there's that is standard equipment aboard a boat, but they didn't use it for that. There there are there are nets and such, but yeah. Okay. It's it's equipped for a long stay at sea. Wow, new base of operations. Yeah, it's the Odyssey 2015 model, I guess. <laughs> Does it have a name on it? This particular ship. Um, has uh, elven script uh, written on the side of it, Aluyanda, which in elven translates loosely to the drifting blade. Oh, I like that. And I can read elvish. Instantly <laughs> like that. Ooh. Check for weapons while on the ship, or if it is a weapon. Um, this ship is, is seemingly built for speed. Um, it's not really... It's not really set up for combat, though there are some cannons. <clears throat> if you were to be attacked, you could defend yourself, but um, this ship is not meant to be the attacker. It's meant to get away. So if you were locked in a situation where you had to defend yourself, uh, you you could do that. It's appropriate for, for group two. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's almost like this was built for you. <laughs> it was waiting for you to get here. A boat that can run away. all right well i will uh, i'm eager to go on board so uh, i'll be antsy right by it yeah snickers is going to be in tow with the party but kind of following in the back okay i'm gonna make sure that i stick with snickers i want to ease him onto this boat make sure he transitions well (laughs) braylon's gonna look at uh at dagon and kind of look for his visual cue to say like can we go on uh, Dagon will notice that and say, um, "Welcome aboard the Aluyanda." Braylon's going to take off. And sort of, yeah, motion to everyone to get on. I, unless there's any further objection, 
I would imagine Group 2 is going to pull up anchor and set sail out of this cavern. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> pirate! <laughs> <laughs> Halfling pirate bard. That sounds kind of cool. Can we now, whenever we do our go around the table, can we say, Hi, I'm Cory Forest Keeper, a Goliath pirate seeker. <laughs> And I didn't hear a no, so yes. Yeah, and, and every <laughs> sentence with yar. Yar. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's yeah. a good time for us to stop for the evening. All right. We, we uh, got a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Group two needed a win. Like, let's be honest. Uh, another day the red shirt didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> it's two sessions in the back. Whoa. Two sessions is is pretty much the mean. That's the average. Yeah. Uh, third session is is when, you know, I don't know, maybe a tentacle. I don't know. We're going to see. I'm pretty spry. I don't think a tentacle would be able to snatch me yeah. up without a good fight. It sounded like a dick. How do okay. you fight no. monsters when you're on a boat? I guess everything oh, has see. to be ranged. I mean, yeah. I mean, you'll see, he says. I mean, that's not <laughs> what no, I meant. That is I meant... not true, because if, if, those, if those tentacles come on board, then that's going to be close combat. I'm just saying, I play a ranged it character, a so this, this could be to my benefit. Yeah. I'll yeah. be too. Layla's um, excited. We'll if I oh, use yeah. Decimate, I'm going to sink the ship, so... Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Uh, well, I feel like if it's an Aladrin ship, they would have, like, protection for certain magics, right? Well, not all Aladrin. not magic, science. though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. Plus, there's no alarm on this boat. We literally just walked on this mofo. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, there is a built-in... I mean, like, th- you have someone with elven blood. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's got the keys. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. I'm gonna go because it is late and I got company. Yeah. Okay, guys. Okay. Um, later, guys. Thank you very much. All you right. guys take care. I'll talk to you later. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.